Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. Today, I'm going to be talking to you. I have a new series, Matters of the Heart. Your heart matters, words matters, everything that you say, it matters. It matters to everyone, anyone you come in contact to with, it matters. So let's go before God in prayer. Fathers, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for this new teaching series, Matters of the Heart. I decrease so that you can increase, Father. I thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you're going to give me, Father God, through this whole teaching series, Father God, because I know that healing is going to take place, Father God. And I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. So our main scripture is coming from Luke chapter 6. Verse number 45, and I'm going to read it from the New King James Version, and it reads like this. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bring forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever you have in your heart is going to come out. You know, you want to make sure that you think about it first before it comes out. You know, I know it it happens with me sometimes. You know, I have to stop and think about it before I need to say what I have to say. And uh, I want to read this to you as well. Just as a physical unhealthy heart can destroy your body and emotional and spiritual unhealthy heart can't destroy you and your relationships look within yourself there are four common enemies of the heart there are four common enemies of the heart and this is what you want to take heed you want to remember if you can't remember remember there are four common enemies of the heart you know you need time your heart needs time to heal because if you've been through a a a emotional or physical or spiritually and your heart at, at that point your heart is unhealthy so you need time to heal because if you don't have time to if you don't give your heart time to heal you can destroy a relationship in a matter of minutes a matter of a days of hours you can destroy a relationship so the first one there are four common enemies of the heart and number one is guilt guilt means the fact or state of having committed an offense violation or wrong especially against moral or penal law and i have two scriptures for that And the first one is Psalm 38, chapter number 4, 38, and verse number 4, I'm sorry. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden that are too heavy for me. Now, let's go back to guilt. Okay, Uh, guilt, violation. You know, when you're speeding and you see the blue lights. You know you've done something wrong. 
you know, guilt sets in because you know, yeah, you didn't really get a speeding ticket. You know, I've gotten a speeding ticket before. You know, I was guilty. You know, I didn't want the speeding ticket, but I got the speeding ticket and I had to go pay for the speeding ticket. So that's part of guilt. You know, it's, it's not I just I, I did a violation. You know, I did a violation and the cops caught me. OK, so they caught me, paid the ticket. You know, you go on, you know, and also guilt is very bad because if you've done something to somebody and guilt begins to set in and then conviction begins to set in so if you've done something to somebody and you know it wasn't right the first thing you need to do is to go and apologize because the enemy will play tricks on you and he will have you to do some things that you don't even intend to do you know so the enemy will start to just to play with your mind because guilt is there conviction is there so god is telling you you need to go ahead and make it right the devil on the other hand will tell you to do something that's not of god so don't go and say you've done something to somebody and don't go and and key their car or flatten their tires or anything like that you need to go ahead and make it right because the Bible says you what you sow, you're going to reap. So if you if you're going to do if you did something bad to somebody, you need to go and make it right because you do not want to reap it. Because when you reap it later on, it's going to be a whole lot worse. Leviticus chapter number 17, verse 16 says this. But if he does not wash them or bathe his body then he shall bear his guilt yes some people are guilty because you know they they don't want to take a shower they don't want to bathe themselves but you know after a certain period of time you begin to smell yourself yes you need to go and take a shower you know because that's that's guilt <laughs> you need to go take a shower you know and another my point key point number two is anger anger a strong feeling of displeasure and i know at times we get angry but for me i'm gonna give you a perfect example when i'm angry or someone makes me angry i need to take some time to cool down i need to bring my emotions down because if i react i know it's going to be full of emotions it's going to be probably 95 percent emotions you know, so I need time to cool down. I need time so that God can speak to me concerning this situation so that I can go ahead. And when I come back to the person, at least I can come back in a positive way instead of a negative way. So Ephesians 4, verse number 26, coming from the King James, says this. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your raft. You know, you can be angry at somebody, but you don't want to sin at the same time. Because if you if you're angry and you sin at the same time, so yes, you're gonna ask, you're gonna have to ask for forgiveness. You know, you're gonna ask that person for forgiveness, and you are we already know that God is going to forgive you. So we want to make sure that anytime that we're angry, we don't want to sin at the same time 
you know, because like I say, the, the, the devil, he will, he will start to play with your mind. He will start to, you know, just play with your mind, telling you to do things. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and uh, just go ahead and, and, and just take this off her desk or, you know, tell them tell them this or you, you know you can't let you're not allowed the enemy to play with your mind you know and i have another scripture for, uh, for angry and it is psalms 145 verse number eight and it says this the lord is gracious slow to anger and of great mercy the Lord is gracious, slow to anger and of great mercies. So you when you when you when you're angry, you know, you know, the Lord is gracious. He, he is gracious. His mercy will kick in, you know, so slow to anger. I know sometimes it, it takes a lot. Sometimes it takes a lot for a person to get me angry. But once I get to a certain level. Don't leave me alone. What you have to say at this, at this point doesn't matter because I am so full of anger. I just need to calm down. Point number three. Point number three. And it's greed. Point number three is greed. Whoo. My goodness. Greed is, is whoo, it's one of the things that people uh, deal with on a day to day basis. And greed is intense and selfish desire for something, especially wealth, power or food. And you have these um, actresses and recording artists in, in the world. They're chasing a mighty dollar. So it's, it's, it's never enough. They say, OK, good. I made I made five hundred thousand. So now they have to go. Well, I need to work harder because I want to hit a million. You know, and that's the wrong attitude because some of them, they continue to work and work and work and work hard, which is good. But just remember, you can't take millions of dollars with you when you leave this earth. So greed is really bad because they're hungering for wealth. They want more money. If they're um, if they are, say, the, the supervisor or the manager. So now. They're trying to, they're hungry for power. They're hungry for power. They want more power. You know, I knew this uh, assistant and superintendent that I work with. And she was, I mean, she was hungry for power so bad. She loved to write people up. What they, what they had back then when I was working uh, with Broward County, what they call was a BC 111. That's a write up. And she thrived on that was her that was her energy because she had the power to to really go ahead and write you write you up, even though you could be in the right. It could be two people. It could be two people. And that second person can just motivate her or talk her into it. And one person doesn't get right getting written up. But the other person will, you know, so I was involved in a situation like that where you know, something happened between me and a guy on the job and I got written up. He did not get written up. You know, sometimes it's favoritism and sometimes it's racist. You know, I had to deal with some racist people and they just wanted 
they wanted that power because they can talk the supervisor or the manager into anything they want them they want to get done so greed is very bad and i have a scripture for that and it's proverbs chapter 1 verse number 19 so are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain which take the which take the away the life of its owners thereof so greedy is greedy is a game they're trying to gain more and more and more and more you know so it's only you only gain so much but when you're greedy like that and you're hungry for money you're hungry for power you know you're going to continue to go after it no matter what it is no matter what it takes you know you're going to lose you know you probably won't get enough sleep at night you probably won't spend that much time with your family because you're greed because greed has kicked in so greed is your god so hey i gotta have more you know this is not enough i need more so that's how it is N point number three jealousy jealousy a person enjoying the success or averaged for against another success you're going to have people that's jealous because god is elevating you god is moving you to the next level so you're going to have your people that's jealous of you you're going to have your haters you're going to have people that's going to say yeah they're going to smile in your face but at the same time, they stabbing you right in the back because they're so full of jealousy. They won't can't be happy for you. You know, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not one of those per persons like that. I'm happy for you. If God has blessed you with a bigger home, has blessed you with a better job, a better paying job. Hey, I'm happy for you. I'm not going to. Hey, I'm like, hey, where the house at? I want to come look at the house. You know, oh, God has blessed him with a new ride. Said, where you car at? You know, I'm not going to be jealous. Because I know, hey, one day I'm going to have me one of them. You know, that's how it is. I, I'm not I'm not a jealous person. But, you know, there was times there were times where, yes, I did get jealous. You know, uh, I remember when me and my wife, we was dating, you know, well, actually, before I met her, um, before I met her, there was two of my friends. They tried to talk to her and they couldn't get nowhere. So I started talking to her because at the time I was looking for a wife. I didn't want no mama's girl. Listen, we're not going to be eating out every night. You have to cook. So I, when I started talking to her, my other two friends were kind of jealous because they didn't get nowhere. I got somewhere. I got somewhere. So they got jealous. You're going to have people. It's, it's jealousy is bad in the body of Christ. It's bad really on the secular jobs because they don't like to see you move up they want you to stay they want you to stay there they don't want you to gain nothing that's how they are so yes these two friends of mine you know we still friends today you know they're married and everything but they didn't get far like i did see so me and my wife we've been married for 20 years november 14th to be 21 thank the lord yes and I think sometimes that she tried to make me jealous, you know, so, you know, she'd be like, uh, I think one time she was taking a um, kickboxing class or she was going to the gym. It was one of those classes. I forgot what it was. And I think the instructor or somebody liked her and she'd come home and tell me, well, so-and-so likely. And I'd be like, well, who, who, who is this? You know, I got a little jealous now 
I get a little jealous, but being in the body of Christ, you're like, okay, listen, I don't have to be jealous because God, heard, God has already given me my, my bride. So why do I need to be jealous? You know, you know, and I have a scripture for that. It is Psalms chapter number 79, verse number five. And it reads like this. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? And we have to be careful because, I mean, jealousy, I mean, yes, it'll burn like fire because some people be so full of jealousy and jealousy leads on to hate. It leads on to other things where a person, you, you know, they used to talk to you. Now they don't talk to you no more because they think, OK, because now God has elevated you. So now. Well, I don't need to talk to the person because, you know, I I wanted that, you know, and now they have it, you know. So that's jealousy. Just bring it to trickles. It's like a it's like a domino effect. It starts off with jealousy and then it just keeps going on to something. Because it goes on to envy. It goes on to strife. And, you know, it might be a little bit of hate in there somewhere, you know. So that's and that person is jealous and unhappy at the same time. So the next one I have for you is relationships. I know I said there was four. I had already mentioned four uh, common enemies of the heart. And I added on number five, which is relationships. Relationships means a connection, association or involvement. So. Even with the body of Christ, you're going to have a relationship just like you have a relationship with your kids, your mom, your dad, your your cousins, your aunties, your uncles, your nieces, your nephews. You know, you're going to have a relationship with your pastor, you know, even even with um, even with people that's on staff, you're going to have a relationship because every relationship is different. You have a husband and wife relationship and, you know, the one important relationship that you must always have. You must have that relationship with God. That's very important because you want to put God first in everything that you do. So I have a scripture for that. And it's first Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Eve. Yes, be not deceived. You're going to have people that's going to deceive you and lie to you. And they're going to try They're going to try every trick in the book. You know, um, they had this this lawyer, this lawyer that was well known in the South Florida area. And he he embezzled a lot of money. In other words, he deceived people saying if you invest, I believe it was if they if they invest in something that he was doing, he was going to get a return. But uh, nobody got a return because he bought, I believe it was a six million, six and a half million dollar house. He bought a six and a half million dollar boat. You know, he had all I mean every expensive car that was out there he had we talking about ferraris porsches lamborghinis bergattis he had all of it you know he deceived the people well now he's doing time 
because he had deceived the people that were that he you know that was making investments to what he was doing so his evil communication corrupt good manners so what he thought he was doing was good was actually bad he knew what he was doing he knew what he's doing now in closing let's go to proverbs chapter 16 verse number one and it reads like this the preparations of the heart belongs to man but the answer of the tongue is from the lord so yes the prep the preparations of the heart belongs to man but the answer of the tongue is from the lord and also let's go to proverbs chapter 15 verse number 30 coming from the new king james and it reads like this here it reads like this the light of the eyes rejoice the heart and a good report makes bones healthy yes a good report makes sure you, i love to have a good report that's what that's what i love to have a good report at all times you know i don't want no negative report i want a good report and i know sometimes when we go to the doctor you know the doctor says well you get a report from the doctor now with me which i have always known this the doctor say well your vitamin d is low and vitamin d from my understanding comes from the sun but you know i don't work in the sun a lot i work indoors so i have to take a vitamin d pill to bring my vitamin d levels back up so we want to keep in mind that what we do and what we say are important now listen to this words are powerful they can beat us down and lift us up they wound and they heal and the right words at the right time can be exactly what we need to hear or what we need to say hear from four people just like you who are finding the right words in this new life yes depends on the situation i have to rely on god a lot which i still do to make sure that i have the right words to say i'm very sensitive when when a loved one has passed you know and i'm i'm, I'm amongst family members and everything i just want to make sure that i say the right words at the right time because grieving is still going on yes we miss this person we won't see this person anymore. We won't hear their voice, you know, so we will see them again in heaven. So that's why we have the words are powerful. Words are very powerful. You can hurt somebody real bad just by the words that you say. Not you don't have, not physically. You can yeah, physically you can hurt them. But the words that you say can really, really hurt a person it can scar them you know so this is one of the things that we need to remember you know remember the four common enemies of the heart guilt anger greed jealousy and i added on a fifth one was relationships so we want to remember that
And remember, you know, I know people's like uh, uh, I said earlier, you know, people are going to make you angry. That's just some people. That's just in the nature. That's just that's just their nature. I work with a guy that just basically just made the whole crew angry most of the time, you know, and I had to deal with it. I had to learn how to deal with his anger. You know, I had to I had to learn how to deal with it. You know, I couldn't react because he was angry. So then, wow, if he's angry, why should I react? You know, he just made everything unpleasant. He made people uncomfortable. And it got to the point to where I don't want to work with this person no more. I don't want to work with an angry person because I don't want to take that home to my family. You know, leave that stuff, you know, leave that stuff at home. When it's time to work, it's time to work. When you go back home, then you go go back home and deal with it. But don't bring anger and jealousy to the job because it's never a good thing it's never a good thing because you can't get anything done because you are so full of anger you're full of jealousy and it just messes up everything it just messes up the whole flow of the office the whole depends on what if you're working with a group group of people it just messes up the whole flow you know so that's why matters of the heart is is a very this is a very good teaching series and matters of the heart is i believe it's going to be a tremendous blessing to you and i thank god for everything that he is doing in this teaching series and let's just go ahead and close in prayer father as we come before you in the name of jesus god i just thank you father god for the healing that's going to be taking place in people's hearts. I thank you, Lord God, as of right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. I, Father God, touch them from the crown of their heads to the very soles of their feet, Father God. Heal their bodies, Father God. Heal their minds. Heal their soul, Father God. I know they've been hurt by family members and church members and co-workers, Father God, and neighbors, Father God. Give them the wisdom and a knowledge and the understanding to deal with it father god so they don't go out and react in a negative way father god but i thank you father god they will go out and act in a in a positive way father god despite of the situation father god they will continue to love that person father god it may be hard in the beginning but they'll go ahead and love that person father god and god i do thank you for it and i praise you for it in jesus name amen Thank you for tuning in to Amen Always Radio Broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. We pray that the Word of God has been a blessing to your life. To sign up for School of the Prophets, visit us at amenalways.org, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen Always on SoundCloud. Blessings.